0: episode 39 my name is Obed Veles and with me is the most interesting man in the world Joel Young
1: yo what's up guys so good to be back with you here on the show uh man we're gonna have a fun one today as we always do but I know we're gonna be talking a lot of uh things that might have seemed forgotten but are extremely important so we gotta make sure to cover it
0: yeah today's like the forgotten episode it is (laughs) or or the random episode it's like it's like hey I'm started looking into my closet and i found out all this stuff that i totally forgot about so we're gonna (laughs) so we're gonna talk about a few things that we forgot to talk about the last couple weeks but uh we hope you guys enjoy and uh joe we do want to start with our what's ups so uh anything going on anything interesting that you're doing
1: um so you know it was a real busy working kind of weekend doing different stuff but i did find time to sit down and jump into netflix as i told you guys in the last episode i said that you know obviously jessica jones was just coming out so i wanted to make sure i spent some time to really dive in there and you know see see what it's all about i've heard a lot of different things but i tried to kind of push those things aside and get my own reaction to it i have not yet finished it i am at episode seven now um so kind of in the middle there, a little more than the middle of it. Um, And and honestly, I think that it's, I think it's good. I think that it's a, it's a good season too for Jessica Jones. Uh, I think that there is some, some storyline issues in the sense of like, it's, it's, it's a little bit weaker than the first season, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, I I think that the first season um, that the drama to it just kind of flowed in a way that you were very, Very intrigued, and you—you kind of, you didn't know what to expect, Jessica Jones. You kind of, in the end, came to really like her personality and all that. And Jessica Jones is still Jessica Jones in the second season. But I feel as if though what they've done is that they've kind of taken us backwards, where it's like, who is she? How does she have these abilities? And like her family. Where in the first season it was more like, this is this lady who has these abilities. This is the world she lives in, and this is the guy who's messed her up and is messing up other people. She needs to stop him very straightforward. This one's more like taking us backwards, where it's like this is now, you know, this is not how she came to be and the the mystery behind her, you know, and I think that has to do with, you know, maybe some of those holes maybe that fell through in the first season. I know some people complained about where they said it was kind of draggy and there were some questions that, that they, they left. Um, so I think they wanted to make sure they addressed that. Obviously, they've not yet finished it, so it's very well possible I get episode 8 and like most Netflix shows to just kind of ramp up like crazy from there again it's not that it's bad um it's just it's just i think your expectations going into it have to be that you're not going to get this high stakes um very you know strong crazy action-packed story where it's going to be very dialogue heavy um, very basic investigation and a lot of relationship drama that incurs and it's executed fine. It's not that it's bad. It's just your expectations. Maybe you can compare it to where you watch like Punisher, which is a really strong, really high action pack. You know, it keeps going. Obviously, like like all Netflix shows, there's always some dragginess, but still very, very, um, very intense, very high stakes. With this one, um, you just have to kind of keep your patience with it and just sit through just to be more more informed than Jessica Jones than anything else. That that's what I'm gathering so far.
0: All hey. right. Cool. I, it took me a while to get through Jessica Jones. Not that, not that, that that I didn't like it. I, I did. I did enjoy it pretty good. I thought it was well written and it was well paced. Uh, there was maybe two episodes towards the end where I felt that it, it kind of dragged a little bit. But overall, I, I enjoyed it. Compared to like Iron Fist, I liked it, you know, a lot more than that. Agree. Uh, yeah, and I, and I did start, finally, actually last week, uh, I did start Defenders and Punisher, so I did w- watch one episode of each on those, um, so we'll see, uh, Defenders was, that epi- first episode was fine, and and that first episode on, on Punisher was great, so I uh, can't wait to keep going on that. So.
1: And, and it's ironic you bring up Defenders, you know, without going into it more, like, it seems like because of the mixed reception and not as good, um, you know, response to Defenders, at this point, they have not yet, um, they've, they've not yet even talked about Defenders 2. So that's something that I, I think, you know, I hope that they can maybe fix the Iron Fist character so that we can have another one of those. But as at this point, the actual actress that plays Jessica Jones says she doesn't even think there is going to be uh, Defenders 2. I think there will be, but
0: we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. Um, and yeah, uh, man, from my side, I finally got to watch Thor Ragnarok, man. <laughs> We can talk about it, finally. Finally, finally. I know. I re- I really liked it, man. Yeah. I really, really liked it. I went in with high... Like like when I talked about Spider-Man Homecoming, that I went with really high expectations because you hyped it all a lot and I heard a lot of people saying great things about the movie. So I went in with high expectations onto Homecoming and I liked it okay. I... I it, it was good uh, there's absolutely no question that that was a good movie um but like i got it i got it really really hyped up so maybe that that threw me off a little bit but for ragnarok it was the same thing everyone hyped the movie really highly you hyped it and everyone like reviews were great everyone was talking about this movie so again i i went in with very very high c- expectations uh, and and this were met. like this was like i really really liked this movie man it was funny. The action was great. The special effects were great. Really well-rounded story. Like it it's it starts <clears throat> and excuse me. And then has really good pace. And then it kind of goes into, you know, it's it's its climax and, and it, it wraps up everything really, really well. Like there's no necessarily like, there's a couple of loose ends that we've already kind of saw. On, on the Avengers Infinity War trailer that we know that there's things here that happen that are alluded in the trailer. So those are basically the loose ends. But overall man, really, really well done. Um I I really like Korg. <laughs> hey guys hey you guys see a spaceship? We got a spaceship you guys you guys want to get out of here? Oh. oh so good. So good man. And up uh, again uh, uh, you know, uh, Chris Hemsworth and and uh, Tom Hiddleston were fantastic. Um, Hulk was awesome, man. And I thought that whenever <clears throat> when when he turned back into Banner, I was like, oh, I kind of like Hulk a lot because he was really funny and doing these these really funny things. Uh, but then Banner was also really really funny and interesting. So I was like, all right, that's that, it was off. Oh, man, I really want to watch it again because he was really good. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I definitely think Thor Ragnarok um is one of those movies that like it's 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 one of those common Marvel stories that you expect. However, it's executed extremely well. Where like there's some of these movies like that they're known that they have like Marvel's always known to have humor in their movies, but some hit, some are you know, don't hit as well, you know, mixed reaction on some of the humor side, but at the end of the day, it's still a fun. Popcorn flick, I think with Thor Ragnarok, it's one of those movies where it's like you're gonna have a lot of fun. Almost everything, if not everything, is gonna land. And yeah. and and it's and the story is really strong. So it's like something you can just sit back and just you know, turn your brain off and just laugh and have a yeah. good time. It was really that's, good. That's all about the entertainment factor. Um, so yeah I I agree with you on that
0: yeah going and I mentioned this to you that I when I watched Doctor Strange I felt like a lot of the humor on Doctor Strange was felt forced this movie had a lot of humor but it was just very well executed and and everyone was good and and it's it goes back to I think was it last week that we talked about Tom Cruise not being not not projecting like Right, like humor very well. I think that's the same thing with Beneficial Cucumber. Um, <laughs> Benedict ben- ben- no, Cumberbatch. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, <laughs> so I-, I think it's the same thing with him. He's an amazing actor, but um, it- it's really hard to think of him as a, as a funny person. And-, and humor comes through, but, on his performances, but not he's, he's more of a dry humor, right? And,
1: and that's the thing I would I would say is, like, I don't think that Doctor Strange should be that. And I think that yeah. that's, like, the, you know, the Marvel formula kind of thing. It's not that he can't say something funny. But Doctor Strange, like, goes from being extremely prideful and narcissistic to being a very, like, spiritually, like, sound individual. So he's not yeah. going to be over here, like, joking about the doors. He's, he's just going to be... The kind of person who's just gonna stay, you know what what needs to be done. Understands the balance of things, and you know his mind's not at the place where like Stark is just, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? So I, I think in order to, to that, it's like they casted maybe the right person, but maybe the some of the 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 cues are trying to go for his old too marvelly. We're not Thor Ragnarok, like we're talking about. Thor's supposed to be silly, you know. He's supposed to be. He's never. If you try to take Thor too seriously, it's just not going to work. If you put Thor, no shade on DC, and we'll get there. If you put Thor and try to make him like Superman, like they do in Batman versus Superman or something, it just wouldn't work the same way.
0: That would be super boring. Yeah. Yep. So uh, other than that, man, I I got the Royal Expansion for Final Fantasy 15 that came out last week. So it's fifteen bucks, and you get the additional content for. Chapter fifteen, and then you get some extra content. Like there's some extra bosses. I actually did a, a level ninety nine hunt that wasn't there before. That 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 got added to the game, so that wasn't there before. And I know that there's a lot of changes to chapter fifteen that happened a couple weeks ago, even before the um the the royal expansion came out. But I still haven't done any of the chapter fifteen stuff. I did get into the royal vessel, into the the yacht, basically, and and went around, did like a side quest uh, that you can do from Alticia. You can take the 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 vessel out to the uh, to the ocean, and then you do a side quest. And then I I went fishing because again, fishing on this game is really good. Like this is one of the best mini games on any RPG ever. Is the the fishing on on fifteen is amazing. Um. And, and so I, I did a few, a, a couple, a couple of uh, of those new things that they have to offer. But next week I'll probably jump into the chapter fifteen stuff. I didn't get to do any Dragon Ball this weekend, man. I've been I've been really really busy, so I really wanted to see the extra content on on Final Fantasy. Like like I mentioned before, it's one of my favorite games ever, so I really wanted to check that out. Um, other than that, I, I did a little bit of Battlefront, not too much, just to. It, it calls me <laughs> I and, and it's again uh, unfortunate uh, that that game it's uh, uh i don't want to talk about it anymore Anyway, <laughs> but um, i did i did manage to get my hands on a uh uhd copy of justice league with i guess bonus scenes not spot, not seen on the theatrical version whatever that means mm. so the, I mean, extra extra mustaches. I don't know, so I guess we'll find out when I watch it. I haven't watched it yet, um, but yeah. Other than that, man, it's been it's been a crazy week. Uh, things are getting uh, pretty crazy at work. Uh, we can talk about it at a later time. If we've talked about it, <laughs> but we're winning now. Summer's almost here, and uh, and and we're pretty excited for that. Um, but yo, let's kick off with our, our topics with some uh, a bit of. Breaking news! You just texted me a couple hours ago with some breaking news uh, from Instagram, if I'm not wrong, right?
1: Well, it's going—it's everywhere now. It's, um, it's everywhere God.
0: now. It, break, it broke on Instagram. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I meant to say.
1: Yeah, um, Berto Gonzalez at the Rap, who's always the guy breaking scoops, He's a big DC fan, but the Rap's always one of those outlets that are always breaking news. They just put out an exclusive saying that, and and now it's been confirmed by various sources within the last you know, few minutes or hour, um, that Ava DuVernay DuVernay is in final negotiation talks. Basically it's all but done that she is going to be directing the DC films, new gods. And that is very interesting. I don't think they gave a timeline on when this is going to be coming up. I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, but this is interesting because if you've watched Batman v Superman, you know that they are very clearly – if you're – excuse me, if you watch Batman v Superman and you're a comic book sweaty nerd like we are, you know that there's a lot of uh, New Gods references in there. If you watch Justice League, there's a, there's, uh, a very New Gods scene directly um, that's being spoken about between the Amazonians and the humans and the Atlanteans and a great battle that happened That's that's a really awesome sequence. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I know f- there was a, a few hardcore people that wanted this movie. Obed, I I don't know about you, but this is not a movie that I was asking for. I think that I was I would ra- actually much rather have first the Matt Reeves Batman movie than than this movie come out first. Um, I'd rather them get their characters down packed before we're making a villain movie because if you know anything about New Gods, you know it's about the genesis, the beginning of dark seed and uh the planet apocalypse and like a battle between these gods and a dark scene emerges and it's it's a very classic um jack kirby creation in the 70s and i think it's a really awesome you know story and cool stuff but i just don't know if the time is right to jump into this i don't even no disrespect i don't even think people understood fully the weight and levity of like Captain vs. Superman, or even some of the things that happen even in Justice League. and those movies, the Justice League, they even try to go lighter. I don't know if this... I feel like this is too soon to jump since it's almost like jumping into Infinity War before you have the Thors and the Guardians of the Galaxies. You gotta have an understanding of these characters. And I'm not... And I know this is not a, a Justice League movie, but I just feel like they need to build the mythology more with the characters existing before they just start jumping into these new worlds. What do you think, Obed?
0: Um... I don't care. <laughs> it's like, because, like you said, this is not like I do not know any DC fans. Uh, we we talked to a couple of DC fans, um, yeah. you know, pretty much on a weekly basis. We talk amongst you know each other. No one asked for this, so this is like, this is like, right? You get Iron Man. Uh, the first Iron Man, you right. get the Incredible Hulk, you get Iron Man two, and um, and and then you get the Inhumans.
1: Exactly, I mean, great yeah. example.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you get a movie about the Inhumans. It's like, no one asked for this. Why don't you just give me Captain America and something else? Why? the The question is why, right? There's still no, there's there's still no date. This is, you know, planning stages. Even maybe, I, I, if that. Um, man, what is DC thinking
1: now? Here's the thing I want to really dive into now because if you remember last week, I forget which movie I was talking about. Um, that I, that I brought in to saying, like, oh, you know, oh, we were talking about like, we were talking about like, uh, you know, um, Tom Cruise, like we were just saying in the Tom beginning, and we were saying how, like, you know, great actor, maybe not a right fit for creating this movie or. You know, being a Green Lantern or whatever, right? And I alluded to, if you remember, and I, I wish I could pull back that footage, but I alluded to, and I, I clearly said because I didn't want to say the name of the movie because it had nothing to do with what we were talking about. But I said there, there's a movie coming out this upcoming weekend, and it has a lot of it has an amazing director, amazing actors, like real talented people. And the first time I saw like footage for this movie, I was like, this movie looks like a hot trash can. Like it looks like it's just garbage on fire like it does not look good and i didn't want to say anything more about it because i was like i don't need to like talk bad about this movie that has nothing to do with what we were talking about with green lantern and all that but because it actually has something to do with this now because guess what the movie i was actually talking about was wrinkle in time uh, i was talking about that movie because honestly when i saw the first stuff about that i said this movie looks like complete trash and it has nothing to do with the directors the actors or anything of that nature you know, it's again. If you got the greatest cast, and it doesn't. I, I love Hugh Jackman. The movie Pan is absolute trash. Like it doesn't matter who the actors or these people are. Ava DuVernay I think is an amazing actress, but Wrinkle in Time that just came out this last weekend could not even beat Black Panther in its fourth weekend. Yeah, fourth weekend. Ava DuVernay is the first female, um, black female, to have a hundred million dollar, uh, you know, budget for her movie, Wrinkle in Time. You can only imagine whatever the budget is going to be for this movie New Gods. I think the reason why this is all coming out now is probably because of how bad Wrinkle Time bombed. DC is able to get her on a budget, probably, because they're like, hey, you sucked on this movie. Yeah. You you better negotiate a deal with us because I'm not sure how many other studios are going to give you that kind of money again. So it's kind of like a second chance. Well, the um, thing is
0: that when you, when you go back and talk to Wrinkle Time, right, um, basically Star Wars and Marvel are financing disney's like pet projects at this Absolutely. point right uh there's like disney could put this thing out and their pro- their their marketing was very very aggressive so i, I would think that most of their budget were- went on marketing because it the, it was everywhere um and yeah i i mean critically it did it did fine it, no, it did oh dude it got oh, 41
1: really? 41 is the highest i think it ever got
0: Oh really? Yeah, it's wow. very so I I I saw a couple of reviews and they were like like in the you know sixties. But man, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's that type of movie, and and it's it's again Disney's Pets projects where Disney is just.
1: It's like Lone Ranger and, and Tomorrowland. Yeah, exactly.
0: And yeah, like Tomorrowland. Yeah. Right. Um, so this pet project movies, they are being being financed by by the bigger ones. So, you know, like the animated films, the Pixar movies, and and. Star Wars and Marvel, of course. So, I, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I mean, I think she's competent. I think it's just that *A Wrinkle in Time* was a hard project to get on. It was like trying to put—I uh, don't, I don't want to bring Snyder into the conversation, but it, it was like *Watchmen*, right? It's it's th- this thing that people absolutely love. I really have zero cares for it, but. I went to the theater and watched the movie, and I hated it. But you know, th- that doesn't mean that the source material is bad. I mean, not necessarily. But the end product, to me, was mediocre. So
1: matchmaking, right? Like, put put Watchmen in another director's hands, like Christopher Nolan, maybe, and it's amazing. I don't know. I mean, I just say, like, with this with this director, same thing. Ava, like, you know, she does Selma, and it's like, you know, she's gonna win awards for this. She has a wrinkle time, and she's never going to get critical acclaim for that. Maybe for hair and makeup. We'll see. But I'm just saying, like, the, the director's fine, but I think this is this is the reason why you're getting this news now. It's because DZ's able to get her on a budget, and this could be a great opportunity for them. They just got an amazing director, so I, I think she's a great director, so it's a good opportunity. I just, again, why are we choosing this source of material? Why isn't Ava... Uh, directing another a different different movie, I think she could direct even maybe even just League before this. I she could do uh,
0: like she could do like a Hot Girl movie, and I'll yeah, be fine with that. Yeah, exactly. Something smaller. Um, yeah, I think
1: not, not New Gods.
0: Yeah, I, and 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 again, we're going to a property that's one not well known with a casual audience, and something that could potentially be a, 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 an extremely high risk for them to, to film. And, you know, even the, the, the chances of this actually turning out to be a good movie are very low. That's that's what I'm trying to say. So, um, and, and, I mean, we saw Suicide Squad that, you know, that, that you know, flaming mess that was that movie. Uh and, and then the other DC movies have you know been I think okay for the most part. I uh, I think we I talked about how you know I really liked Man of Steel. I think Batman movie Superman's fine. I well yet to see Justice League, I think one of them is good. So why not continue going with popular DC characters, names and characters that people know, build this universe. And then give us something like this. Instead, again, it, it's like like I said, it's like it's like having the first two Iron Mans and Incredible Hulk, and then getting uh Inhumans as so a why no one asked for Inhumans. Why, you know, you give us a, a Thor or something else. You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I think this is just easy continuing their streak of bad decisions out there,
1: right? And I mean, like. I think they can put out good movies. I think, I mean, I'm sure you've heard um, Aquaman. Like This is a forgotten episode, so we'll bring up this. Yeah, Aquaman, yeah. We never brought this up, but Aquaman did have test screenings like a month ago maybe, and it got great reviews.
0: Like, yeah, just positive, yeah.
1: And all, all, everybody's saying like this is going to be oh, It's a fun movie. It's great action. So I think that, again, they're capable of putting out great stuff, and, and I think DC needs to keep trying. I'm just very skeptical of some of their decisions the same way you are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see with it. Well, this ends. But this being the forgotten episode, Joel Kristen Wiig as Cheetah on Wonder Woman two. I know. I know you. I know how you feel about that. Um, I don't see that big of a problem with it. I think Kristen Wiig's a competent actress and she's really funny. I know you're not too excited about it. So what's up?
1: Yeah. I mean. I think she's a very good actress. I mean, she's—I mean, she's one of those actors that's very well regarded in the industry. So you know, she's got extremely great acting chops. I don't know if you know some of the backstory behind it, but what was happening was initially the role was offered to Emma Stone. Uh, and Eva hmm. Stone turned it down. She did not want to be part of her for whatever reason. Probably smart to stay away from the DCU right now, assuming <laughs> yeah. that at any moment AT&T is gonna swap in and buy this thing and reset everything. Uh, but you know, Eva Stone turns it down, and then that's when they go back to Patty. And Patty says, Look, I want Kristen Wig, and that's when they go on to get her. I think this. It is not necessarily a slight on the actress, but I'm afraid that Cheetah's is going to become a comedian.
0: Mm, okay. That's my
1: fear because that's not who Cheetah is. It's it's it's. If you would have said Kristen Wiig, you know, is playing, you know, another unnamed character, and they create a character or they pull another character from the comics. I'm, I probably wouldn't respond this way because I'd be like, we don't know yet. But because I know who the character is and I'm very familiar with Cheetah, um, I'm afraid that she's going to become the comedy villain. And, uh, you know, it could go different ways. Michael Keaton, uh, people forget when he was cast as Batman had a lot of backlash because yeah. of him being a comedian.
0: Yeah. And they were
1: like, why are you getting this joke of a guy to be playing Batman? He's probably one of the best, if not the best, Batman right up up there. Same thing with you know he's Ledger and all that stuff. Ledger, so, yeah. so like I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna, I don't want to sit here and sound judgmental because I don't know what what she's gonna do and what they have planned. It's I, I, at this point I'm just more afraid of what the portrayal of the character could be because of the choice that they because of the choice of the actress. Now she's not always played a comedian. I mean I watched The Martian for example was recently with her. She doesn't crack any jokes in that movie that I even remember, but she's great in that movie. Um, so, I, yeah, man, it's a tough one. We'll just have to wait and see. But I'm, 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 I'm little, I'm cautiously optimistic, hoping for the best, but not gonna be surprised if it doesn't go the way that I would like it to go. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I think I think she's a good choice. I, I I trust Patty Jenkins' judgment. I think she's just the only one over working in the uh, DC stuff that actually knows what what she's doing everyone else is just uh, man it's like everyone's clueless and i think she's the only one that's actually putting stuff together and actually working the stuff and she should have justice league too
1: absolutely (laughs) yeah absolutely when you watch justice league you'll say that like give it to patty because she knows how to
0: yeah so uh, i guess i guess we'll see Time time will tell on that one um joe one one other thing that we that we missed uh record ralph 2 or ralph breaks the internet um had a trailer uh, a couple weeks ago and we didn't talk about it i thought it was really really funny man um I, i think i think i really like where they're going where they actually you know the 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 attendant gets uh, the the arcade attendant gets internet and puts a what wi- puts Wi Fi. It's like oh, it's Wi Fi. What is that? I I think it was, <laughs> I think it was really funny, um, and I, and it's good to see that they're they're that they're keeping you know the uh, um the Walter uh is uh, it Walter Day or wh- whatever the the um the Twin Galaxies like legendary ref is. Kind of, like inspired that character of the uh, arcade attendant in, in Rick Ralph. so it's it's good to see that that they are keeping the same type of aesthetic all around and then mo- moving Ralph into the internet and it's it's pretty cool. I, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be funny. Uh, the first one I, I really, really like that movie, of course. Um, but this one as lo- I think here's the thing Jill there, normally there's there, there's this trend, right? And it usually happens with Disney movies, where uh, Disney's already planning a type of movie, and then another studio comes in and does something similar. It happened with Ratatouille and Flushed Away, uh, A Bug's Life, and Ants. You know, it's happened for a long time now. And now I'm thinking, did the Sony people got a leak that Record Ralph was going to be about them being on the internet, and then they did the Emoji movie because it's. <laughs> It's it's kind of like that, right? And and but at the same time, it's like Disney's product has always been much superior to whatever knockoff uh, you'll get out there. So yeah,
1: the the knockoff. I love that. Oh man, yeah, it's probably the same case I was thinking about recently with the Jungle Book. Like that, that you know, there's just remember there's supposed to be an Andy Circus Jungle Book, which Andy Circus is amazing, versus what happened with John Favreau and his Jungle Book. It's like. They're like, yeah. we think we're gonna wait to do this Jungle Book movie. I'm like, you probably shouldn't do that. Probably just do another movie instead.
0: But uh, that was yeah, going to back- be Warner, right? Sorry, I think that was going to be Warner, right?
1: It was, it was. So, yeah. I mean, Plan of the Eight style <laughs> Jungle Book. Uh, yeah. So back to back to Wreck-It Ralph, man. I really like this trailer. I really dig this movie. Um, I, I like said that the guys is carrying the, the router and he's you know putting it in. It's like, oh, well, you know, time to plug everybody in and they're plugging the internet and they go through the loophole into the internet and it's so cool to see them in this big world where they're you know like that one scene where you're standing back like wow and you just see like a, a world different than what Ralph had uh, um had been you know and Glitch had been open to in the past what they'd seen you know where they were from. Uh, you know, and I, I love all the little, like, reference stuff. I think that's the thing that's always been fun about, like, the Pixar, you know, kind of, you know, the Disney movies or any any of those that they do where they, they throw stuff in there that, like, the adults would catch or other people would catch in there. Um, so, like, you know, I think one of the ones that stood out to me was... Uh, the guy who's who who's, he, like the pop up kind of news thing going around, and he goes up and he's like, yeah, uh, these six, uh, these six former child stars ended up turning out to be like a what, turned out to be a murderer or some crazy thing or whatever, you know. Yeah, the, you, you won't believe number four. You won't believe number four. It's like yeah, it's like oh, I love that one. I love that just because like. Um, you know, clickbait like how many people don't understand what clickbait is? And like in that one sequence, they just explain what clickbait is, you know. You know, those hey, you know, this, this, you know, wood can be used for several things. You won't believe what number three is, you know, you can do in your house. This grandma fauna, how to de age yourself, you know, this guy's of crazy, you know, articles or whatever.
0: Yeah, I like how they actually got into that little game at the end. That Moana, I don't know if you noticed that it was Moana.
1: I did, uh, I did.
0: It, yeah, it's it, she was playing a, a little game on the tablet, and then she was, like, fitting the bunny or whatever, and then the bunny pops, and she... Oh, it was great. That was great. So, I know, I,
1: I know. It, and th- those those are real games, too, like, where you're feeding them. Like, that's real stuff, man. So it looks like a chubby bunny kind of joke, bring back. So I love that.
0: Yeah, yeah it was really good. Uh, <laughs> can't wait for that one. And I, I really, really enjoyed the, the, uh, the first one, and I I... Been waiting for a while for this one to come out, so um, definitely looking forward to that one. Uh, Joel, real quick, uh, going keep just to keep going, and this is probably the most random thing we need we're gonna talk about today. Um, uh, Joel, do you want to talk about Sandwich Gate?
1: <laughs> Gotta love these leaks, man. Uh, yeah, so like. We, we were actually like you know sitting together, just talking with these days. and you brought this up to me, I didn't realize and then like I saw the flurry of news articles about this that back when initially Marvel and Sony were talking, um, you know, they've always had I think an open door compared to uh, Disney and Fox, you know and, and Marvel Sony just you know working on those an original Spider-Man movies and they made Spider-Man movies. And at one point, we all know the history that Kevin Feige, went to really fight to bring in Spider-Man into the MCU to break a deal. Um, And apparently the first time Feige went out to to really try and get um, Spider-Man back into the – to get Spider-Man into the MCU, he, you know, set up this meeting with Amy Pascal. Sounds like it was more like a lunch meeting kind of thing, which is typical of, you know, execs in Hollywood and that kind of thing, right? To sit down talk, you know, wine and dine kind of thing to break a deal. And he basically says, you know, to her, I would like to talk to you about, you know, having Spider-Man a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe here at Disney and and cut a deal. Her response recorded by people who were in the room and it's been said by a few different outlets, so I believe this to be true. She actually told him laughingly, but not jokingly, to get the blank out. And she took her sandwich that she was eating and <laughs> threw it at Kevin Feige. <laughs> the guy with the sandwich— who knows what he did? Uh, but we all know the rest is history. That eventually they ended up working on a deal. So obviously she got over her sandwich throwing and said, <laughs> "We actually need to make this deal happen at some point." But yeah, it was not—it was not well received in the beginning. It was so bad that it, an executive threw a sandwich at another executive uh over the thought of God. spider-man coming into the mcu obed what is this
0: man it's and and isn't there a part on the uh, on the article where it says that she the only that she doesn't regret the the reason why she regrets regrets throwing the sandwich is because the sandwich was delicious <laughs> <Yeah>. like <that. laughs> it's like like she doesn't regret throwing the sandwich to a to basically the the one of the top executives in the biggest movie studio in the world she <laughs> was, was just because her language was delicious <laughs> uh.
1: and this makes so much more sense now when you talk about the interview that had the fame the infamous interview that happened
0: the with the venom, venom movie
1: and she, you know by his excerpt, she's like yes venom will be a part of the marvel cinematic universe and his face his eyes are like Huh? Like this is news <laughs> to me. Tell me about this, Amy. She's—I cr- don't know, dude. I, uh,
0: yeah, yeah she, she's real. She's real kooky, man. I, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know how she uh, was. It, they actually managed to to make Homecoming into an actually good movie, an actual good movie. I'm hoping that I'm hoping Venom it's actually good. I've, I've said it before. I, I'm really hoping for this movie to be good. But we'll see. Um, I I think I would rather, you know, but in all honesty, Joel, um, because she her involvement with Homecoming and Venom is because she left Sony and she started her own production company, and her company is the one overseeing these uh, properties, right? So I trust her judgment more than I would trust whoever's right now um, top exec at Sony. With, with this properties, Just to be honest, I mean, she may be a little crazy, but, uh, you know, I would trust her more with this properties than I would trust the studio itself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay. You can throw a sandwich. It'll be all right in the end. No, man. I mean, the thing that I thought about with this article too, and I know you've probably heard the same thing, like, this is, Sony is the same people who, back when Marvel was having their financial issues and they had to sell off the, film rights to their characters, and they sold off the rights of Spider-Man to Sony, which is why Spider-Man before wasn't in the Avengers, or any of those other, you know, Disney-Marvel movies, because those rights were sold to Sony. Like, at the time when Marvel was bankrupt, you know, bankrupt and having, you know, financial issues, they, not only did they approach Sony about buying the rights to Spider-Man, but it's been reported that they also were telling them, hey, like, we'll sell you guys Iron Man, uh, Hulk captain america oh that's sorry not hulk i think hulk was already with universal but it was a captain america um yeah like like those guys we'll give you or thor was in there we'll give it to you for like i mean it was like some like ridiculous just like 20 million like it it was like 23
0: yeah like 23 million or something like that yeah Yeah,
1: it's like that's the kind of stuff dude that like if i was the exact that made the decision at time to say no That's the kind of stuff that would make me lose sleep at night. Like, just knowing that I was the person who said no. And to see every, like, Black Panther, you know, another, you know, it's getting another billion dollar Marvel movie and stuff. I would be losing sleep at night knowing, like, oh my god, that could have been me. I could have had this property, like, and I screwed it up just because I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, obviously it's a testament, to also the the you know the
0: great execution of Disney, but
1: yeah, man, this stuff has been going on for a long time past the sandwich throwing
0: days. Yeah, talk, talk about talk about paying the, paying the price for your lack of vision on that one. Wow, man, yeah, man. oof, yeah, it that, that that one's crazy. Well, I mean, if if it's if it's of some uh you know uh, uh redemption, the, none of those executives are with Sony anymore.
1: So yeah, yeah, those guys. <laughs>
0: Yeah, those guys all got fired when when they restructured, and and Kaz uh, Hirai went to be the CEO. He basically got rid of of most of those people that were just you know dead weight in Sony Pictures. So,
1: how do you make decisions like that and, and
0: work in the industry? Yeah, I know. Joe, um, some little bit of gaming news that came out uh, very very recently. So, it got leaked last year somehow uh, on, uh, I can't remember if it was uh, like a a plane uh, on a flight or on a train ride that the next game on the Tomb Raider series is going to be called Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It was uh, announced uh, just this morning that Shadow of the Tomb Raider is real and it's coming out on September 14th for everything. So, um, coming out for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Uh, no time-exclusive deal on this one. Uh, that really, really soured the studio. Um, this is this game's not being made by the same team um, that made the other two uh, Tomb Raider games, uh, uh, Tomb Raider and uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, the, that team that worked on Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider is working on the Avengers game. That we saw a teaser a couple of years ago. We haven't seen or heard anything about, and and it, that's one of my E3 predictions that they, that game's gonna come out. Uh, we're gonna see that game in some in some form. Uh, so this is basically the guys that worked on the Deus Ex games uh, that came out uh, recently. There was one of them, uh, uh, Mankind, uh, Mankind divided. Uh, Came out recently on uh as one of the one of the free offerings on, on PS Plus. Uh so uh the guys over at IDOS Montreal are the ones that are going to be working on this game. I think it's great because uh they announced today it's March 15th, comes out September 14th. Um, that's how you should announce games, right? Uh none none of this, you know, five years early or whatever. Uh, I think this is great, and this is great news for, for everyone because this Tomb Raider games are actually pretty freaking good, man.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I, I'm I'm happy about this announcement, and I, I can't wait to see what this game really is at the end of the day fully. Um, you know, I think that the reason that this came out Today of all times for it to be marketed is just because we both know that yeah, there's a Tomb Raider movie that's coming out yep. this upcoming weekend. So I think to coincide with this movie coming out, it's like hey, this is a game and this game's coming out, and also for the people who are fans of the, the game, maybe that they'll go out watch the movie. You know, kind of a, a mixed marketing tool going on there. But regardless of, of that, I think um, regardless of what happens with the movie, the game itself is just something that um, people have been waiting for to hear. It's an entirely new uh, group that's playing it together so not that the other ones are bad but it's just one of those things where it's like hey this is exciting this is interesting and see if they did anything that different with it that you know will make it make it more fun I can't wait to see more from it and talk more about it when we when we get more information out of it but yeah timing of it uh, when it comes out all makes sense it's all good
0: yep um I think that's the only the, that's probably the first big announcement that we've gotten this year, because everything so far that's come out was announced beforehand. What we know is coming out, oh, well, other than Call of Duty that was announced last week. So this is the second biggest one uh, that's been announced this year. Uh, To come out this year, of course, we always expect the Call of Duty game to come out uh, on a yearly basis, but uh, yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, Yeah, these games are really good, so I'm really interested to see where, where they go on this one. I, I may grab that Rise of the Tomb Raider because I, I heard it's really, really good, and I really enjoyed uh, that first one. I, I played the um, the definitive edition that came out on PS4, and, and I really enjoyed it. I had a great time with that game. Um, so uh, I may pick up that second one, and if this third one looks good, I, I may even pick it up. Um, but yeah, Tomb Raider fans, uh, this probably never been a better time because you're getting a movie you got three awesome you know two awesome games out one coming out soon um yeah pretty pretty good stuff there for you guys uh and and Joel, the last piece of news news that i have real quick for uh us anime fans um and especially specifically for us dragon ball fans um as we know i've talked about it before i'm a huge dragon ball fan so um I don't know if you heard Joel that Dragon Ball Super got quote unquote canceled, um, and there's two episodes left, so they're ending uh, what 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 we know as Dragon Ball Super right now. And the reason why I say quote unquote cancel is because I think it was not necessarily canceled. I think I think they're going into a hiatus and then they are re- going to rework some things and. I believe this is me personally that they are uh, you know what? Let's go with the news first. Uh, before I go into that, uh, there w- there's a Dragon Ball movie that was um, uh, rumored last year and one of the uh, uh, one of the John fest stop uh, over in Japan. and uh, it got announced that the uh, there's a the 20th Dragon Ball movie is coming out December 14th this year. Uh, and that this will be a continuation of Dragon Ball Super. What fan speculation is, is Dragon Ball Super was like a test of waters kind of scenario, right? Akira Toriyama wrote uh, Battle of Gods and Resurrection F, and they tested it out as movies. Uh, People reacted very positively to the first one. Resurrection F was... I haven't watched the movie, but I heard it wasn't good. Um, but still fans reacted positively to it, and then uh Dragon Ball Super was born of that. Um and Dragon Ball Super, I've been watching it. I think I'm on episode 68, 67, 68. Uh, I've been really, really enjoying it. Uh, like I mentioned, it's really funny and it's really well written and Uh, I really like the uh, character development it has. Uh, That Goku Black arc was fantastic. Uh, It was, I think, better than the Majin Buu arc on Dragon Ball Z. If you ask me, that's just me. Uh, The other two arcs on Z are are still better, because those are just too epic. Um, But uh, what what fans are, are saying is that they're testing the waters with this movie coming out in December, and that there will be a new series coming out sometime next year, so uh, that would make sense. Uh, Dragon Ball is the the biggest it's ever been. It has a, a, a multiple hit video games out right now. There's you know uh, Fire Z and and Xenoverse two. They have really big player bases right now. Uh, I've heard great things about Xenoverse two, and a lot of people play it. Um, has a really big community and fighter Z is basically taking over the fighting yeah, game. Fighter Z has
1: gone crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that took over the fighting game community. So, um, and then super having really high ratings. Um, and, and I think that's something in and, and, and Japanese TV, the way they work, it's very different from, uh, from, from us TV. It's sort of the same, but, um, I, I, there's there's been a, a few a few series where they start on, uh, like Family Guy is a great example of that. Um, where, uh, the the series did it, did it three seasons on Fox. The series got canceled, went over those those in syndication to like TBS and Cartoon Network on Adult Swim, and then it got really really popular. Then Fox picked it up again, and then the movie the the, the series continues to this day. This is basically, I think, what happened with, with Super, like the like uh, Fuji TV or or whoever's funding. Super said, "Hey, ratings are down. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and cancel." But then ratings just skyrocketed recently, and I think it's like, no, we gotta keep this going. So I think that's what I, me personally, I think that's what happened. Uh, great news for us Dragon Ball fans. So I am, I am really, really hyped for this man no it's good stuff man I'm, I'm happy
1: for you i know you enjoy it and yeah. uh yeah and those i know there's there are many dragon ball fans out there so and dragon ball Z, like i said i've only heard good thing great things about it not only is it well received by fans but it's just it's a solid game so this is great
0: yeah man that, that game took over um it's it's huge man it's and it's so good it's 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 one of those games that I just keep thinking about just going back and playing. Like I would, right now, Joel, I would end the podcast. I would play Dragon Ball FighterZ. (laughs) Let's end the
1: podcast (laughs) and do
0: it. That's it, it, guys. I'm out. (laughs) We we still need to wrap it up. Um, But yeah, Uh, uh, very, very cool stuff. They they did release a a piece of art that looks very classic. It's very classic Goku uh, with his, um, you know, power pole. And um, looks looks good. Looks a lot cleaner because they got the. So I think that what happened is that the lead animator or the lead artist that's worked on Dragon Ball since Z um, is leaving or retiring, and uh, the person that's taking over is one of the guys that was a, an artist on uh, on One Piece. So that's the guy that's taking over. So. The character design, or at least that portrait of Goku that they released, looks a lot cleaner than uh, some of the later stuff that, that we've seen out there. So I am really excited for that. So it looks a lot more classic, and I am really excited for it. Man. I can't wait. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm really pumped for it. Um, but yeah, Joel, I don't know if you have any any more randomness on, uh, in you. Um, but uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I can find a couple other things here. Yeah,
1: I am always have random stuff to talk about, but I mean, I I think we're we're good, dude. I just can't wait to hear next week your reaction to Justice League after you watch it. Because, you know, Thor, you know, I waited a while. We just got that today. That was pretty epic. I can't wait to hear Justice League. I've told you before, go in with low expectations and you'll leave having a great time. If you have high expectations, you're going to be disappointed. I I am just curious to hear hear your reaction. I think just watch it, digest it, think about it, and I cannot wait to see your reaction with that man. Well, with all that being said, can I go ahead and, and, and close it out?
0: I do have one more random news thing. Go for uh, it. It's it's there's a new episode of Family Guy coming out Sunday, uh, and it's going to be commercial free, brought to you by PlayStation. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna have a God of War commercial at the beginning. It's going to be uh, the Family Guy episode. Uh, commercial free and then a commercial for god of war at the end so wow
1: that's great advertising
0: yeah. yeah so uh yeah another little bit of random news there
1: that that's that's very interesting man i love the god of war um you know trailer event thing that they had at the warriors game oh of, yeah we didn't talk about that, that.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah that's
1: a yeah. great video if you guys ever could look that up on youtube and watch what they did with the warriors you know on the on court projection it was amazing
0: yeah it was really cool um, uh, but yeah, that's all I got, Joel. If you want to plug in the uh, uh, the the Instagrams and the Snapchats and all of the, of those things that your kids are into,
1: <laughs> don't age yourself, old bed. You're hanging out with Joel Young, all right, guys. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to watch and be uh, hanging out with us here at No Low Time. We really appreciate it. Uh, we you know we covered a lot of really cool stuff, so we want to make sure you guys stay with us as we always do this every single week so you can follow us. Uh, on facebook twitter instagram and twitch at no low time that's at no low time go ahead and give us a follow be a friend we want to be connected with you and then we also ask that you go ahead and subscribe to us if you listen to the audio version you can do that on itunes google play soundcloud Um, subscribe to there and you can hear us if you're with itunes on on ios device you can go ahead and drop us a review we'd really appreciate that also want to point out to you that if you are watching us you know on our YouTube channel, thank you so much. Uh, you know we, we appreciate you guys watching us here. Go ahead and share it with friends and family uh, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Maybe give us a, a like on the video. Uh, we really appreciate all of your, your feedback. And to mention feedback, we would love to hear from you even more by you can send us an email. So shoot an email to time at gmail.com. It's time at gmail.com. Questions, comments. You name it. We love to hear from you. We've gotten a few emails. Uh, and so we always appreciate it. And it's always welcome here at No Low Time. We thank you guys so much. And I can't look, cannot wait for the next episode. As always, it's so much fun to hang out with you, and talk about the school stuff.
0: Absolutely, man. I really do enjoy it. And we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. See you guys.